uh i'm ex-muslim you're ex-muslim so what why are you coming here because so many people are accepting islam is that no, no, is that why you're coming is no that, no like like you said uh like you said uh, allah will replace the people with the better people right actually, so uh, people like me yeah. left uh, better people came it's actually actively allah is replacing them don't you see it happening yeah 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 definitely i can see that Okay. It's actively happening. It's like, exactly. well, Absolutely. I, I see okay, you're very, very excited about it. And I love it that you're very excited about it. That's I'm awesome. Happy for people accepting yeah, yeah. the truth. Every no, day. no, it is definitely because I see a lot of the Christian channels and the Hindu channels also, they do a lot of our type of things and they get very excited when people change their religion to that religion. Well, I don't it's know. Very, uh, when it comes to numbers, there is no other religion. Christianity, of course, of course. It, it is the biggest religion people are living according to stats. So, so you cannot sure, compare sure. that. Hinduism, there is no growth rate because they don't even evangelize anyways. There's no, Definitely. there's no, nothing that can be compared. So to try to I'm not, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna argue with you on that point. That's not even But this is a fact, argue. you know, this is a fact. Sure, sure. Argue, sure, sure. You know, that's don't lie, it's numbers, you know. It's not even no something problem. I'm making up. Okay, no so, problem, no problem. I just had a question. I, I, I waited a long time, though, but now the time is uh, very low, bec uh, less because you have a lot of people. So I just wanted to know, do you do this every week or do you do this like on a fixed day or because, uh, you know, I wanted to see if I can come and talk, but it depends. It's always in in Friday. Do you Saturday, announce Sunday. it beforehand, like one day before? No, no, Do you? No, no. Usually Friday, Saturday, Sunday, something like that. In the evening, it just depends. Look, I'm a person as well. I have a life. I have. No, no, I get it. I get it. That's oh, why so I was like excited is, to talk to you in the sense because I saw some of your videos and you're a very good debater and you know, you got a very good grasp on logic, science, and philosophy. So it's a very nice thing to talk to somebody like you who has like a good good understanding for a lot of different things. You know. Okay. Can we can, can we establish one thing? though is that, that we don't interrupt one another or i will have to remove you okay so if you interrupt me also then i can call you out and say that please don't interrupt me if i interrupt you remind me that i'm interrupting you and then i will be fair with you i'm not going to interrupt so Perfect. Uh, the thing is this you said you're an ex-muslim yeah so can you tell me how many rakahs are in surah fatiha Rakaz in Surah Fatih? What do you mean? How many rakaz uh, is, is, is Rakaz in Surah Fatih? Yes, how many? Rakaz are in Namaz, not in Surahs. So Rakaz is not in Surahs? No, no, no. Rakaz. How many Rakaz? Uh, like four Rakaz, five Rakaz. That's in Salah, not in Surah. What are you so talking about? So you're saying there's no rakat in Surah Fatah? Yeah, no, rakat. You say ayah. You're talking ayats or rakats? I'm confused. Rakat is like how many rakats of salah did you do? You did two salah, two rakats, four rakats, you know, three rakats for Maghrib, like that. But you're saying rakats in a surah? So that, do you memorize? Okay, let me ask you this. No, 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 you wait, memorize? wait. I'm confused. I will, I will clear your confusion in a bit. But do you, do you memorize any part of the Quran? Other uh, than Surah yeah. Fatah. Other than Surah Fatah. <laughs> Okay, no problem. Because there's a lot of people who come. No, no, I get it. Oh, I get it. You're trying right. to check you're trying to check, make sure test that person is actually ex-Muslim or not. I totally get it. Yeah, no, no, no. It, you need to understand why. Because today is a business. To claim an, um, they make a channel, they claim their their ex this, and they start making the whole channel about Islam, and then they make money and they ask people to donate for them so they can. It's a business basically. That okay, yep. I left Islam and, and, and and support me because I'm leaving, I'm persecuted. So yeah. uh, you, when you said you don't want to show your face, I, allow, I usually don't allow this, by the way, but I'm allowing you to do it. Yeah. What do you want to talk about? As I said, you got your chance now. No, no, I just wanted to see. Uh, I didn't 
uh, have a Let specific me ask you a question. question. Then. Sure, you sure. don't have a question. Let me ask you a question. Then. Why is the reason you left Islam? I just lost my faith. Like you know, I I was Muslim for a long time, and I believed in it. And then, but there's a lot of things that had uh, they were questioning in my mind. And then I started studying a little bit more about different things, different religions, different theology, philosophy, science, blah blah blah, history, all sorts of things. And the more I studied about other things, the less the explanations that the Muslim scholars were giving made sense. Like the more I studied about other things the less the, the explanation the way they were explaining things made sense it seemed more like it's like very biased answers in the sense like you're picking and choosing what type of information you're going to accept and then you're going to use that information as a positive but then if something goes against it you're not going to give that that much credence i mean i just lost my faith over a period of time finally okay just, yeah so so the thing is don't you think maybe you're asking the, the wrong people and and no, i only, uh, yeah. just i asked a lot of scholars i have uh, conversations with lots of muftis sh uh, sheikhs a lot of uh, learned scholars i went to uh, I, I think you're in us right i'm not in the us I, no i mean in the UK. oh you're not a, if you're in uh, the us there's actually big organization isna ikna uh, the huge organizations. Okay, it's better if we don't mention names. I would appreciate. It. No, no, these are big organizations that they, I know. they have conferences and all that stuff. So you know, I go there. I talk to sheikhs. I I've literally did everything I could to. Uh, even right now, what I'm doing right now is my effort to be like, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I got the wrong information. Maybe you can explain certain things that I have. So. I've talked to a lot of scholars and I'm not I'm not saying in that sense like everybody's correct and they gave me the right information. Sure, I got I might have had some wrong information and all that, but I did do my part in trying to study and try to establish what I'm getting the information is correct or not. Okay, okay. Now, what, the reason I would say is you're asking the wrong people is okay. because the questions that people come with, clearly you can see, uh, not only on my channel, but in other people's, other brothers' channel, the people answer them rationally to people who are not even Muslims, which would mean that there is no bias there. Those people who are not Muslims, they, they accept these questions, the answers to be rational answers, which shows that there's not an, an issue of being biased when you're giving the answers so that the answers are biased because there are people who are non-Muslim listening to those answers are and accepting those answers to be rational and consistent. The bias could be in you of not accepting some of these answers. I do not know. I'm not, I do not know what the questions are. I'm giving an example. The bias could be sometimes in you not accepting something for an emotional reason while the answer is still a rational, perfectly acceptable reason for someone who is objective, like someone who's not Muslim. So they might accept it while you might not accept it. But this is a problem could be from you coming from a, a, a an emotional perspective. That's a possibility. I do not know. Point is, you said you spoke to, to them, this and that. That's why you can ask your question and then we can see. But but I want to ask this first. Can you put your hand and pinpoint, this is why I left Islam? Because no, people, I they can't. come, they click. People who come oh, and say, I thought I you, I, I thought you asked me a question. That's why I was going to answer. Oh, no problem. Yeah, I just going to add one thing on it. I was just going to say people always who come and lift Islam and they ask them this question, they don't have an answer for it, which for me, unfortunately, is a sign of insincerity. Because if someone pinpoints a problem, I can solve it. But if there is no problem that can pin be pinpointed, how can you fix something that is you cannot even identify you know what i'm trying to say but i'll let you i'll let you say what you want to say now yeah go ahead yeah, yeah that's a very good point that you know if you you pinpoint what the issue was then you can actually work on that issue and if you can't tell them what the issue is then how will you help it i can totally get it like going to a doctor i say i have pain and they says where's the pain i was like i don't know 
I have pain. You know, the doctor can't help you. I totally get it. But the uh, issue is like a lot of time when you lose faith in a religion, it's never one single thing. Maybe for some people, traumatic experience, all of a sudden something happened and they left because of that. I can understand those people. But a lot of people, I understand, leave the religion. It's not because of one specific issue. It's a multiple of issues over a period of time that adds up as a cumulative case. And that's okay, me, what basically makes it. Yeah. Okay. Let me ask this then. What would bring you back to Islam? Let me ask a different question. Now, yeah. So I'll ask it differently. Yeah? Because, okay, oh, there's many reasons to leave. Okay. What would be the turning point for you to come back to Islam? Or you've determined that you're not going to come back to Islam? No, I've not determined that. Of course, that would be insincere. If the truth is revealed in front of you, then you would be stupid not to accept it. You know? Okay. And of course, I understand that. And that's a very difficult question to say what would bring you back to a religion, right? Were you listening to the stream earlier? I, I listened to this stream because I was waiting in the back, uh, back, uh, stage so i listened you, you to heard when i was talking to the person when i showed him sure sure the prophecy sure the prophecy. but do you understand like that person what's his name the 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 american or, or, i mean the the christian person who became muslim and all that the things that you told him the prophecies of the prophet and the the words mm. khalifa and all that i mean for a person who hasn't heard these ever before they sound very impressive for people I, I, let, just let me finish i i understand you want to respond to it right away but you know just be patient to listen to the other person also i understand to them when you tell them that right off the bat, like, oh, uh, uh, Muhammad said something about India and uh, that Islam is going to go in Pakistan and Egypt. You have a very good way or fast way of explaining these things and it sounds very impressive to them. But for people who have been in Islam and have literally heard all of these all their lives and actually uh, listen to the counterpoints for it also, it doesn't seem that impressive. So I understand. I heard the whole stream or oh, this prophecy for this and the Romans and the Persian prophecy. I've heard all of these prophecies and all that. And I I've heard the counterpoints to it also. So you have to understand when you're telling them that these are the prophecies, they don't know what the counterpoints for these arguments okay. are. Okay, okay. Uh, one thing I want to say as well about interrupting, cannot spend a very long time as well, right? We, because otherwise it would be a monologue. I'll try not to, sp to spend a long time. But again, you just made my point. If it is amazing for someone who never heard it before, that means that an objective person recognizes the truth within them because he does not have a baggage. But when, you, when someone has a baggage already, then of course he, might, he does not recognize the magnificence of something. As they say, the people who've got a blessing, they do not recognize it until they lose it. So the people who don't have the blessings are those who would recognize the blessings more than those who are enjoining within it. Now you claim this counterpoints. Why is the counterpoints to the, the prophecy about the Romans and the Persians? Go ahead. I'll give one example. We're not okay. going to go into all of them, but we'll give one example to show that how uh, what you're saying is not true. What are the convincing counter arguments to the Romans and the Persians? Okay, so I'll go back to what you just said first. You said that that person, when you tell them and they were impressed, they are objective about it. How sorry, did you I'm, know? I'm sorry, I apologize for interrupting you, but let's please let's focus on the question because then you will say something, I'll say something, you'll say something, and we're not going to end this. Let's focus on, on the on the topic, the question, on the claim that you made. You said, let's have a, a conversation of substance. Not why he did it, why he didn't do it. Let's have something of substance. You said there's a counter argument that he did not hear. This was your argument initially. That's why let's focus on that. Why is the, card, the, the counter argument for the Roman and Persians and the, the prophecy of Prophet Muhammad? Now, can I answer? Please, uh, yeah, of course. Okay. Now, I didn't say you, you cannot, can. I just see, question, no, no, no. Yeah. What I was trying to explain is you cannot make certain statements and then you jump to your question. Because once you make certain statements, the other person has to respond to the claims that you made first before he can answer to your questions. See, uh, the, the, no, 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 no. no I'm sorry. Are you inter you're interrupting me again. I am, I am, but because I have to establish so something. I haven't it's, interrupted it's, you at all. No, it's true. I agree with you. That's completely true. I'm not going to say that you did. But I, the, sometimes I do have to say something. 
like this conversation has to go in the way in my format reason being is my channel if someone is not happy with the format that i have which is for example if i say let's deal with the question now because i understand what you're saying you want to deal with what i said but then as i said i'll then i will have to re rebut it again and then we end into this cycle a never ending cycle and i don't have time for the for that with all due respect i want to have a conversation of substance if you're willing to engage with the question i'm happy to engage with you if not then i would let you go and then you can live your life i can live my life and you know we part ways in a in a nice way that's what i can say if you're willing to engage and give me the counter argument because you you just said you cannot make claims and not support them you would need a claim that there is counter arguments that he didn't hear so i'm asking you for them i understand it's your channel right and you have a certain format but do you have to do you have to understand when you make certain claims to somebody and then just move on to your question and leave your claims unanswered it seems as if your claims were correct and then you moved on to your question that's why i was trying to address your claims first but if that's that's your format that you're going to make a claim you're going to say this is how it is and then you say oh let me ask you this other question and then you leave the other part just then i understand that's a totally different format and i we can part ways at a very nice cordial way i really had a fun talking to you because i it's so not about argument no no i have but i don't want to argue with you on that way no, 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 in no, no, this no, no. type of format that you have that because you're yeah, you're saying no, that no. you can say whatever you want but the other person has limits on what they can uh, they have to say it according to how you say it but you are allowed to say whatever you want make certain claims and not be challenged on your claim but then you'll jump on to the question and then you want the other person to answer ask, answer that question that you asked and leave all of the claims that you made on the table uh, okay. that's not so, so, that's not okay. how i'll give you a chance now to establish the claim that you made that there are counter arguments that he did not hear no no that's I not will, the claim my claim it. was you didn't my, say that no 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 that's your question the second question that you no, jumped no, no, in my, my question to you is that do you have a counter argument to the roman and persian uh, uh, prophecy yes can you explain what the roman and persian are, argument is the argument is Muhammad, you said you uh, heard it. yeah i heard it i'm just summarizing it your argument is there's a land persian and roman okay there's a war prophet made a prophecy that they have been defeated but in a few years the persian will be the one that's going to be defeated and roman will take over that's the prophecy right and in a few years they got they took over that was it right that's the big prophecy i'm asking for the counter argument yeah so the counter argument how is that a big prophecy if i just say ukraine and okay. russia just fought okay. and so, a few so years later your I, ukraine will okay, be okay, victorious okay. how is that a prophecy I appreciate your amazing response. So I'll let you go now. It was okay. a pleasure talking to you. And, okay. uh, Thank you very much. Really no had problem. a fun time. Thank you. Bye. No problem. And this is the thing you see, brothers and sisters. They, they make a claim and then you pinpoint them. Okay. What was the counter argument? The counter argument is, this is your big prophecy? What a great counter argument. What a rational response to what we've established already of saying that this time-bound, time-specific prophecy about the two major empires of the time, that of an empire that was about to be decimated, right? Of how they will come back. It is just, oh yeah. Is this your big prophecy? Do you see brothers and sisters? Well, this is a sign for us. I'm, I'm happy he came and we, we give him a little bit of a chance there. It's a sign for us to see the blind hearts of certain individuals as Allah says, You know, the dirt has completely covered their hearts. They don't see the truth, you know, uh, from the sins, the amount of sins that they that they do in their lives. So uh, subhanAllah is like, <laughs> we saw him the sun, like this sincere brother who, who, who us, may Allah reward him, who heard the, the prophecy. He's objective. He's coming from a perspective where no one is brainwashing him with nonsense. He's listening as an objective person. And of course, prophecies are clear cut, amazing. So of course, he sees the the amazingness of these prophecies. And and subhanAllah, some people are just blind, you know. And <laughs> Allah guide us all, you know.